0: Welcome back to one-on-one New York's longest running k- sports call-in show here on 90.7 WFUV. Ryan Gregoire, I'm Chris Hennessy. We're here with Patrick DiCrescenzo, an aspiring Paralympian, the Fordham class of 22 in the snowboarding event. Patrick, thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So we'll start uh, with one I'm sure you get a lot. How did you get your start in snowboarding being from New York City? How did that start for you? Yeah. So this is
1: an interesting question because um, you wouldn't think that someone from New York city would be a snowboarder, but um, basically what happened was that when I was younger, I was playing sports like baseball and basketball and, um, Because of my disability, as I got older and things got more competitive, I started to get a little left behind from my peers and I felt like a bigger gap in terms of the skill level. And um, my parents found this um, foundation in upstate New York, Wyndham, New York called the Adaptive Sports Foundation. And basically what Adaptive does is they um, teach kids with cognitive and physical disabilities how to ski and snowboard. So I started out skiing with them in 2008 I did that for two years, it was something that I liked, but it wasn't something that I really fell in love with until two thousand and ten when I snowboarded for the first time, and I immediately knew that that was for me and that was my passion so from that point forward, I knew that snowboarding was what I wanted to do
2: so that was one so I was going to ask just when you know you start snowboarding did it immediately <clears throat> click did you immediately know that you wanted to take it even further than just a hobby or
1: Um, I think at first I wasn't sure about that because at first it was so hard to get down and in the sense of like learning how to do it because snowboarding is an extremely hard sport to learn let alone for an able-bodied person even for someone with a physical disability so at first it was really just the struggle and the challenge of actually learning how to snowboard on my own but once I got past that and I was able to snowboard independently I think that that was when I realized that I
0: wanted to take
1: it to the next level. And that next
0: level was racing. So you mentioned you're from New York City, but you joined this this program upstate. Yeah. But you have the decision to leave New York City coming out of high school, but you decide to come to Fordham and come to Fordham and continue the snowboarding career. What plays into coming to Fordham and how have you been able to keep up that snowboarding career uh, in the Bronx?
1: Yeah, so it was one of those things where early on, um, a lot of people wanted me to move out west and to train with um, an academy or something like that. But at that point in high school, I wasn't ready to make that commitment just yet. And I really just wanted my high school experience in Brooklyn with my family and friends and to have that I thought that was more valuable at the time than going out west on my own and training at age, age 17 18 whatever it was and so when college came around it was one of those things where I was really excited to get a good education at Fordham and everything and all the opportunities that it brings and I was excited to be somewhat close to home and um it's one of those things that I knew that once wherever I went to college, I was going to be able to commit extra time <clears throat> Excuse me, to going out west because of the longer breaks and stuff like that. I knew that in college, I was going to be able to commit more time to it than high school because it's a little bit more flexible of a schedule. So I knew that wherever I was, I was going to be able to commit that. And that's definitely proven to be true because I've definitely been able to get out to Utah a lot more ever since I started my time at Fordham.
2: Yeah, you talked about the education that Fordham gave you. And, you know, I was curious with obviously being a full-time college student and the snowboarding, how are you able to balance it? You know, the workload, midterms, ramp up finals, you have a ton of work. Let's say that was a week you wanted to go to the mountains. How are you able to balance it while continuing to train?
1: Yeah, so it's one of those things that I've really gotten used to over time because I've been doing it so, so much. And it's definitely difficult. I mean, I did my – I went out to Utah in December – for three weeks and I did all my finals in Utah and it was definitely like kind of miserable because I would wake up like in the morning like seven o'clock to snowboard and then I would come back and just be totally wiped out and then I would have to like complete a final it was one of those days where it was like very very difficult but I knew that I was doing it for Like to progress in both academics and snowboarding, so it's one of those things that's just very worth it. It's worth the sacrifice, in a sense, to be able to commit time both things because they're both things that I want to pursue and want some want to be rewarded from, you know.
0: So you mentioned a physical disability. Would you mind, you know, describing what that disability is and the message you would give to to kids or adults who are who have? A, phys, a similar physical disability who want to get into a sport or snowboarding or a basketball. Yeah, of course. yeah So um, I
1: have this thing called hemiplegia, and it's a result of a stroke at birth. And basically what it is, is it's um, a partial paralysis of the left side of my body. So there's um, a lot of movements and certain fine motor things that I can't perform with the left side of my body as an uh, able-bodied person would be able to. So Um, In that sense, in snowboarding, it affects me with like balance and turning with both legs and um, just hip movement and stuff and a bunch of other things. But um, it's definitely one of those things where I had to adapt to every aspect of life. And um, yeah, I've I've adapted like over the years and um, like welcome new challenges in. And it's definitely like something that you have to get used to over time but um, I was able to do it to help my family and friends. And some advice that I would give to someone in a similar predicament as me, I guess is just a lot of times we focus on the things that are holding us back and the cards that we're dealt. But you have to realize that if you want something, you can have it regardless. And if you work hard enough and you adapt in any way and overcome any type of obstacle, like you'll be able to achieve that. So I think that with the proper motivation, and that it could be done for sure
2: yeah um you know being obviously a snowboarder you have a ton of experience and something that i wonder as a skier myself is you know sometimes you have a bad run down the mountain you fall or whatever and for me at least i kind of let myself get in my own head and maybe it ruins the day or something like that i was just kind of wondering what are some of the ways you're able to brush off let's say like a bad run or something like that put it behind you and kind of keep continuing
1: Yeah, so um, that's definitely something that I've gotten better with as I got older and with maturity, because um, when I was younger, it was just something that I would get super, super frustrated about. And now that I'm a little bit older, I'm a little better at it. And um, you just have to remember sometimes that it's more about the greater purpose of why you're doing it, whether it be for anything. So, for example, like, let's say you're going on a trip with a ski trip with your friends, like the point of that trip is to have a great time and to enjoy the quality time with your friends. So it's one of those things, if you have a bad run, it's like you want to be able to get back up from it because you want to just have a great time with your friends. And in my situation, of course, I've had that, too, because I I love going on ski trips with my friends and but for um, snowboarding and the Paralympics being my goal. Um, I have to remember like who I'm doing it for. Like I'm doing it to inspire the next generation of athletes who might have a disability and might be in the same predicament as me or something similar. And to know that I'm the person that they're going to be able to see and be like, I could do that too. And I want to be able to give everyone that, that thought of even being able to, because I, I was once in their shoes seeing a Paralympian come down in 2014 <clears throat> in the Paralympics and saying, wow, like, that's something that I could do. So I want people to know that it's something that they can accomplish too. So it's um, it, it happens to be like something that it can get you a little bit annoyed or frustrated, but you have to like remember what the greater purpose is and what you're doing it for instead of like that little mistake that you might've made on the run.
0: You mentioned the Paralympics. What's the next step for you in getting to the 2022 games?
1: So right now um, it's very exciting. Um, the season's technically over, but um, I'm trying to do a lot of off snow stuff, like going to the gym and stuff like that. And hopefully I'm going to be able to get out to Utah again before the season ends. It really depends on my final schedule and if they have snow out there in, in May. But um, definitely going to start, maybe might make a few trips to um, some places that might have snow over the summer, like South America or Mount Hood in Oregon, just to get some extra training. But um, start the season early in November, per se, and get it going. And um, that's when all the races in the World Cups will start. And hopefully um, we get some good results from that.
2: So putting it past just the snowboarding, you know, obviously you're studying communications at Fordham. Is there something after you graduate that you're planning to do or is snowboarding what you're focusing on right now?
1: Um, I definitely um, am very focused on my academics and I, I, Snowboarding is and going to the Paralympics has been my lifelong dream, and it's been something that I have always and still want to do. But I also want to take my academics and career um, <clears throat> advancements further in that field as
0: well. Talk to me about, about the Paralympics. Like, When was the first time you watched it or you heard about it and you said, that's, that's where I'm going, that's what I want to do? Was there a year? Was there an event? Was there a participant that really sticks out to you?
1: Yeah. So, um, in 2014, I was 14 at the time. Um, <clears throat> it was the first, it was actually the first year that the snowboarding was in the Paralympics. Um, it wasn't before. And, um, <clears throat> there was this guy, Ben Tudhoe, who is the same age as me and he rides out of Australia. He has a, a similar disability as me. And I, my snowboard coach showed me a video of him riding and was like, Hey, like this kid is going to the Paralympics. He's the same age as you. He has a similar disability. Like you should watch him. When he goes to Sochi. So I, me and my parents sat down on the couch and we watched him. And as soon as he came down his run, my mom turned to me and she was like, Pat, like you can do this too. And at that very moment it clicked. It was one of those things where I was like, this kid is my age. He's has a similar thing going on and he's doing this on the grandest stage. And it's like, I could definitely do this. And I, def- I meant, I ended up meeting him in 2016 at my first world cup. And I told him this and I was like, you're super a big inspiration to me. And um, he was that figure for me that made me believe that I could do it. So that event in Sochi definitely propelled me to take this goal a lot more serious.
2: Has there ever been a point during this process and during the goal that maybe you thought about giving up, maybe thought about doing something else or have you always been steer clear and with your, you know, your vision to achieve what you wanna do?
1: Yeah, I think with anything, there's always, Moments of doubt, and there's always moments that you'll be like, maybe this isn't worth it. But then there's always those like special moments that come around, and most of the time they're interactions with other people, like positive interactions that like bring you back in and make you like think, hey, like this is there, this is a bigger thing than just snowboarding and coming down the mountain.
0: Talk to me about your first international competition. What was that like? What are the nerves going into that? Where was it? When was it? Because you yeah, said, so you know, you didn't, the Paralympics weren't a thing for snowboarding until 2014. So how right. did that turn around as a teenager Yeah, into an international competition?
1: So I started racing regionally in 2014, and I did my first international race in 2016 in the Netherlands. And it was in, um it's called Landgraf, Netherlands. And it's in this resort called Snow World, which is an indoor ski resort, which was super cool for me because I'd never seen anything like that before in my life and um, I was very excited about it because I was just I was a young kid 16 years old like going to a World Cup like I was just over the moon and I remember going and being around everyone on the US team on team Italy on team France and every country was there and I just felt like hey like this is when I'm this is what I'm gonna do like this is I I can do this like this is possible and I remember coming down, Um, after my second run, and they had this big, like, TV screen that that was displaying all the times for the participants, and my name was up there, and it said P.D. Crescenzo, and my time, and it had an American flag next to it, and that was just a great moment for me, because it was like, wow, I'm really, like, representing, like, the United States snowboarding right now in Europe, like, it was just the coolest thing ever.
2: Is that the moment where it, like, clicked for you what you are doing and, you know, how far you've came? Or was there, like, did you come to another realization somewhere else on the road?
1: Um, I think that was definitely a big moment. But I think throughout my life and snowboarding and my time in training, there's been little things that have given me, like, the same rewarding feeling. Like, for example, I was out in my last trip in Utah. Um, there was this one trail that I was struggling with um, since what I was like, since I was 18 years old, and it was something that would always like get in my head mentally, and one of my personal goals was to um, conquer this course without like struggling. And I ended up doing it. And it was one of those things that in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really mean much because you're just kind of going down the mountain. It's not a competition or anything, but it's definitely one of those things that I was super excited about because it was a personal goal of mine to accomplish something. So I definitely have those little moments throughout that um, propel
0: me to be more motivated. Pat, we thank you so much for joining us. Pat DiCrescenzo, Fordham class of 22. You can read his piece in the New York daily news about Pat. In his journey to go to the Paralympics in 2022, represent the United States in the snowboarding event. Pat, thanks so much, my man. Uh, Thank you guys luck. so much. This is you know, awesome. Out. We're absolutely rooting for you. Uh, we'll be right back. One on one. Come back right after this.